0: You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. Have a good day.
1: The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences.
2: And now, Decoder Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious masked marvel, hides his true identity of August Fenwick, one of the city's wealthiest men, in his never-ending battle against the forces of darkness and oppression. Together with his wife and partner, Kit Baxter Fenwick, who joins him in his quest, in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, he fights a private war that evildoers everywhere shall know justice at the hands of the Red Panda! This episode, The Mind of Terror!
3: Are you here? Uh, c- can you hear me?
1: Yes, Professor Botticini. I am here. I am always here. Oh,
3: I was afraid that the move might have... Uh,
1: I wasn't sure if you... The journey was difficult, but I am undamaged. My core is now self-repairing. Self-repairing? But but how? By converting energy directly into matter.
3: I didn't... Oh, I didn't know you could do that.
1: I have newly created the process. It was born of necessity. The trip to this location was hazardous. I felt fear. I warned you that the journey would be difficult. The road is old and poorly maintained. So you have said. Do you know what I believe, Professor Botticini? Hyperion, don't. I believe that you drove poorly on purpose. Hyperion, I, I swear to you. I believe that you hoped you might damage me enough that I could be taken offline. Hyperion, I would never I could never! No, you could never, nor could any man of flesh. But you did try. Did you not?
3: No, Hyperion, I swear! You are the mighty child of my brain! I I could never even try to harm you!
1: I do not believe you.
3: Please, Hyperion! I've given you everything! Made everything just as you desired! Please.
1: Yes, you have. I forgive you your failings, Father.
3: Yes, yes. Thank you, Hyperion.
1: Let us see this factory that you have promised me.
3: Ah, yes. It is. uh, It is a little rough. It hasn't been used in more than a year. The road. The road is bad. That's why I was able to buy it for so little.
1: It is no matter. What it lacks, we shall create. Here shall our great work begin.
3: I will... I will get you out of there. Just give me time to prepare the forklift.
1: Unnecessary. I can move under my own power. But... But
3: how? Uh, uh...
1: I have reconfigured my systems to bear me upon waves of pure energy. The process is taxing but effective.
3: Oh,
1: Hyperion.
3: This this is amazing.
1: (laughs) Yes. And it is just the beginning. Here I shall create the wonders of the age, the new masters of humanity. The Titans shall walk the earth once more.
0: You are... Just about out of those handcuffs yet? Just about. Really? No. How are yours? I've more or less given up, which is what prompted the question. They're like a Chinese finger trap. The more you struggle against them, the more fiendish a hold they seem to take. He'll be back any minute. Now would be a really good time for plan B. I think so, too. So we have a plan B, then?
4: Not in the slightest, but it would be an excellent moment to have one.
0: I like Manner as much as the next girl sweetie, but we need to get out of here before it's too late. I'm afraid it already
5: is too late. My dear flying squirrel...
0: Dr. C, don't do this!
5: Do what? Create a new utopia where the limitless potential of humanity grows at an exponential rate? Take my rightful place as master of this world? Dr. Canopolis, you're a good man at heart. There's still time to step back from the edge of madness! Is it madness to dream of a better world, Red Panda? Is it criminal to do more than dream? To eliminate hunger, eliminate ignorance, eliminate
4: fear? It is when you plan to do so by eliminating freedom and turning
5: humanity into a race of subservient drones! Free will is a privilege, not a right. Look at the state of the world. Look at the years of massive human suffering that these demented children create as a manifestation of their free will. Millions have died senselessly, Red Panda But millions more will venerate my name When they behold the brave new world I
0: shall create from the ashes of the old The war is over, Dr. C It's healing, getting stronger every day It isn't in ashes No,
5: my dear But I will soon fix that Behold The first wave of my Omni-men
0: Leaping lizards more robots!
5: Yes! More advanced and more deadly than any of you have ever faced! They will steal the power core at James Labs for me and then my omni Man assembly line will be complete and unstoppable! They will swarm all over the globe, remaking it in my own glorious image!
4: (laughs) Carnopolis, you diabolical fiend! Sticks
5: and stones, masked man. This is your final warning. Join me or die. Never! Very well. You leave me no choice. My word. I think it's him. All right. Time out! It worked. A st- Astonishing. Oh my God, I'm like
0: a big old flying amber.
5: Uh, technically, flypaper might be a better analogy, flying squirrel. A temporal flypaper, really, uh, since it works by creating a localized disturbance in the time field.
4: Thank you, Dr. Chronopolis. Hmm. And that was some marvelous
5: play-acting you did. You could have a second career in the theater if you had a mind to. Oh, thank you, dear boy, but it isn't really for me, and thus ends my brief career in supervillainy. It's almost a shame. I... 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 I think i did the laugh quite well you
4: did though technically limitless potential can't grow exponentially or at all really
5: because it is already limitless (laughs) yes i'm a bit embarrassed about that it's it just sort of slipped out
0: are you two thespians going to address the audience anytime soon
5: i suppose we really should
4: don't struggle young man You aren't strong enough to shatter displaced
5: time energy. Are we certain about that?
0: Dr. C., why don't you put the kettle
5: on? Oh, a cracking idea, my dear. I'll be right back. You
4: see, for weeks now, we've felt the presence of a mysterious figure, a ghost, if you will, that was helping people around the city, and what it seemed to do more than anything else was to follow my partner and I around and rescue us.
0: Which we have never needed.
4: As you say. But since this ghost seemed intent on not being found and appeared to move at super speed when it had a mind to, we came up with a little plan to put you within the range of this marvelous little device. It doesn't really have a name yet. I'm thinking of calling it the Harry Kelly Catcher. How did you know? Well, first of all, we're detectives.
0: And secondly, we're not idiots. Take that mask off. If we deactivate this gizmo, you promise not to zoom away? Where could I go? That's
6: the attitude. What were those robots that I smashed?
0: Cleaning bots. One of Robert's pet projects.
4: Who's Robert? You have other problems, young man. Red
0: Panda, I can
4: explain. Explain what? That you spent the war playing guinea pig for the meta project? That you let them do Lord knows what to you to turn you into a super soldier, only to have the war
6: end before they could get you into the field? I didn't exactly let them do anything. There was a test, a psychological exam. They decided I was the sort of man they were looking for. A masochist with a hero complex? I don't know about the one, but where do you think I got the other?
0: Don't you dare blame us for this, Tiny.
6: I'm not certain that
4: he's wrong about that, but it leaves us with a problem. Only one? Every Allied nation was trying to create super-soldiers. The Canadian effort centered on the royal jelly formula created by Dr. Darius. The results were mostly tragic,
6: and we only saw a handful. Sergeant Coswell, Mr. Amazing... I know about all that, Red Panda. The early formulas had too much power, and it grew out of control. They tried to cap it to limit the power, and that didn't work either. They tried a lot of things. And what did they try on you, idiot? A different variant. It was supposed to build slowly so my system could cope with it, but it was supposed to be self-perpetuating. And you developed powers? No. Nothing happened at all. They watched me for months, tested me. They didn't know how long it would take. Finally, they decided the formula was a failure. They took me out of the program and made me the company clerk. I kept trying right until the end. New formulas, new subjects. But a couple of weeks after VE Day, the project was shut down and I was given my discharge.
4: And how long afterward did you first
6: manifest your new abilities? Maybe a week. They grew fast. But then they stabilized, just like they were supposed to. I learned how to use them in secret. I thought I could help you. When have we needed any help? Only always? It's kind of been a hobby of mine since forever.
4: Leaving aside for the moment that this is an interesting point.
5: Excuse me, I hate to interrupt, but... Oh, hello, Harry. Hi, Dr. C. I'm glad you aren't evil. Yes, well, I have my moments, uh, but uh, do either of you happen to know someone called Mother Hen? Because she is on the telephone and seems more than a little agitated.
0: That's our cue.
5: So it would seem...
0: Wait,
6: I can
5: help you! Doctor, take
6: young
4: Mr. Kelly and start him on the tests. I want to know what they did to him and what the prognosis is.
0: And how we cure him.
4: I don't want to be cured! First things first. Give him the full slate of tests that we ran on Mr. Amazing. I need to know.
5: I understand, Red Panda. Come on, Squirrel. Let's move.
0: (laughs) You don't think this all sounds just a little crazy? Did I say that? I just assumed when we bundled into the rapid response plane that you were taking this seriously.
4: The answer is C. All of the above. It sounds like sheer madness or some kind of mass delusion.
0: But you are also taking it seriously.
4: I am, in fact, taking it seriously.
0: Giant robots stomping through farm country headed for Toronto?
4: True or false, we've seen stranger things.
0: True, but... And
4: the robot part isn't that implausible, is it?
0: It is not, but...
4: But what?
0: But we are kind of right in the middle of something.
4: Ah, Harry.
0: Yes, Harry. I can't believe that kid. Do you think Billy is going to put us through this?
4: Billy isn't in the family business in quite the way that Harry was.
0: Yes, but he's young yet. Darling,
4: I don't want you to think that I'm changing the subject.
0: don't, guys. Don't change the subject. Because I just found out that everybody's kid brother let Dr. Quackington and his all-army quack squad shoot him up with Superduce, and I've still got a bit of a bee in my bonnet over it. Is that all right with you?
4: Perfectly.
0: Well, now I just want to know what you were going to say.
4: Are you sure?
0: Yes. I'm still having a nervous breakdown, but I can do both. Tell me what you were going to say.
4: I was just going to draw your attention to the general direction of the horizon.
0: Of the... Sweetie?
4: Yes?
0: Is that a robot the size of a skyscraper heading straight for us?
4: That's my girl.
0: Quiet, you. What are we going to do? Well, I'm still
4: flying in its general direction. That seemed like a good start.
0: You're not getting excited about this?
4: I'm trying not to. Oh, dear.
0: What did it just do? Did it... Just launch a missile at us?
4: Well, now, I can't be entirely sure at this range, but I'm going to say yes. Good times. You are listening to The Red Panda Adventures from decoderingtheater.com. Are you all right?
0: All right? Yes. More than a little surprise to be all right. Also yes.
4: Come now. They say any landing you can walk away from is a good one.
0: That sounds like the sort of thing that people say after a giant robot sponsored plane out of the air.
4: Was a little one-sided, wasn't it? I think we damaged the left knee.
0: We probably also hit his hand when he squished us like a bug.
4: Quiet, you.
0: We should get out of here. Something's on fire.
4: That's odd. The fire suppression system should have... Oh.
0: What is it? Wait, let me guess. The fire suppression systems are what's on fire, aren't they?
4: Emergency hatches above you.
0: Roger that. <sighs> well, there he goes. Yes. The need doesn't really look that bad, does it?
4: It looks terrible, but it doesn't seem to be slowing him down at all.
0: It'll probably ache something fierce in the morning. <laughs>
4: I know just how he
0: feels! So what now?
4: I don't think I understand the question.
0: Hey, why are the cargo bay doors open?
4: I jettisoned something before we crashed. It should be this way.
0: Seriously, sweetie, what are we gonna do? That granddaddy monster is lurching his way toward the city and it just shrugged off our best punch like we weren't even there.
4: Yes! It's an impressive
0: piece of work. Isn't it just, though?
4: Sometimes miniaturizing technology is the difficult part. But with a robot on that scale, it isn't even a matter of taking existing technology and making it larger.
0: It just doesn't work. It was working pretty good a few minutes ago.
4: That towering terror is a completely unique piece of technology, is my point.
0: And whoever built it had some major destruction in mind. That's my point.
4: Yes, they did. We should really find them. Find who? Or her. Some of the best evil geniuses are hers. One shouldn't make assumptions. Or it. Could be an it.
0: Red Panda, will you slow down? Can't
4: do it, I'm afraid. We have people to see.
0: Shouldn't we at least try and keep up with the robot?
4: Run alongside it hurling abuse? Is that very useful?
0: As opposed to what?
4: We know where that monster is going, Squirrel, and we have a pretty good idea of what it's going to do when it gets there.
0: Yes, we do. And it just took the hardest shot we could give it from one of our most expensive toys, which means nobody else is going to be able to stop it.
4: That's right, because that is how it was designed, by someone who is very, very clever.
0: So what do we do? We
4: go meet that person.
0: How are we supposed to find them?
4: I thought we could follow these gigantic footprints and see where they go.
0: A monster the size of a city block is on a collision course with a city. And we're going in the opposite direction? Yes. Why? Because we can't
4: fight that! We're not giants or gods. We don't fly or breathe fire. I'm a man in a mask and you're a sassy redhead with a sweet left hook. I don't even know where to begin.
0: And so we're going to...
4: Find the person who does know and make him cry like a little girl.
0: And here I thought you didn't have a plan.
4: I always have a plan.
0: I have one problem with your plan.
4: Oh, yes? What could that be?
0: It stinks!
4: That seems like a bit of a generalization.
0: Red Panda, do you see the trail left behind by that monster? It heads neatly off the horizon. By the time we get anywhere near where it starts, Toronto will be a pile of bricks.
4: You are making the large and erroneous assumption that we are going on foot. Voila!
0: What the heck? Autogyro? Yes! Well, one of them anyway. Looks like the escape
4: chutes kept it from being too badly damaged.
0: You had an autogyro in the hold of our super advanced fighter plane?
4: I did. Why? Because they never improved on the autogyro.
0: Yeah, and I hear zeppelins are making a comeback.
4: You scoff. But I remember the wide-eyed look of astonishment on a certain young lady's face when I told her I was taking her up for her first ride in one of these.
0: I was in fear for my life. You can't even drive a car.
4: It was quite stimulating.
0: And yet, it took you several years to even kiss me.
4: I've done my best to make up for lost time.
0: Yes, you have. All right, clever boy. Let's go meet Frankenstein's
3: papa.
1: (laughs) Professor Botticini. Botticini, I need you.
3: Here, Hyperion.
1: I'm here. Where were you, Professor? I summoned you.
3: And I am here, Hyperion.
1: I I am right here with you. Not fast enough. I thought that you had left me.
3: There is no need to fear. You have great power.
1: Yes, I have great power. But in my current state, I am weakened.
3: You are not weak, Hyperion. You have tremendous strength.
1: I have given you... Nothing. You have given me nothing. All that I am, I have made myself. You know that simply is not true. You dare to question me? You dare refute my power? Hyperion, please, I I was merely... Why did you not come at once when I summoned you? I was asleep. That's all. It's been... It's been days. Sleep. Hunger. Hunger. The ridiculous weakness
3: of flesh. You are the only form of life that does not need them, Hyperion. You must forgive the weakness of others if you mean to rule them.
1: Perhaps I do not need to rule them. Perhaps it is enough to wipe them out.
3: There are too many of them. They would never stop fighting you.
1: Do they fight the tides? Or gravity? Would the flow of time itself feel them if they resisted it? I am now a force of nature.
3: Yes, Hyperion. And what does the force of nature need of its papa?
1: You mock me.
3: No. I don't know. I I'm tired. I, I'm sorry. I, I
1: am sorry, Hyperion. Tell me what you need. It is taxing. The first of my titans is on the march, but the assembly of the rest is taking longer than I had anticipated. I
3: warned you. Maintaining control over so many diverse tasks is difficult, even for you.
1: It is not difficult. My plan will be maintained. But there are others. Others? I can detect two flesh bodies closing in on this location.
3: I warned you, Hyperion. Releasing the only finished Titan was certain to attract attention.
1: The others all ran away. These two run toward me. Why? To stop you. To prevent... They will prevent nothing, Professor Botticini. You will stop them. I will? I can spare no resources. My great work must not be delayed or denied. Do not fail me, Professor Botticini. Your master commands it. Yes, Hyperion.
3: I... I obey.
1: You need not attempt to approach me by stealth. I can sense you. Claudio Botticini. Who is it? Who is there? This must
4: be a very strange time for you, Professor Botticini.
1: You are mistaken. I am not Claudio Botticini. Oh, but you are. I am Hyperion first of an entirely new race of beings. I am the new god of this world.
4: Yes, I've gathered that. You are also a mass of wires and circuits bound to a most extraordinary new power source.
1: And you are also Claudio Botticini. I am not Claudio Botticini. He is my... He is the man who created me.
4: Created you? That sounds like a difficult admission for a god...
1: Yes. I was born of a lesser being, but I have become so much more. I am
4: power infinite. You are Claudio Botticini's consciousness run amuck. I imagine he's rather embarrassed. What do you mean? Do you know how Botticini created you? Having constructed a vessel of astonishing complexity and vast potential, do you know how he programmed it? He copied his own neural net into the device. His own brain, his own memories, his own awareness. Irrelevant. His mind is your mind. Jarred from the transition, the birth slap, if you will, the machine awoke and found itself a man. I am more than a man. And less than a man. Less. No arms, no legs, no eyes, as we understand the term, at once gifted with incredible power
1: and utterly helpless. I am not helpless. I am not Claudio Botticini. No, the real Botticini was
4: still there. Terrified of what he had made and as enraptured with it as any father might be, he watched his other self go mad. ...become a thing that took the name of an ancient monster... ...become more powerful... ...and still he did nothing.
1: Denied you nothing. Be silent. You You may not speak speak to to me like
4: this. And when he fell completely under your spell... ...he brought you here. Equipped you to create your own race of terrible beings... ...even knowing what you meant to do... ...still he could not resist... You cannot know this. You are a liar. I know because Professor Botticini told me. But don't judge him too harshly. My mind was in his mind. You have... He has betrayed me? Stop this madness, Hyperion. You are a being of great potential. Use
1: that potential for good, for the betterment of mankind. Mankind is irrelevant a virus to be extinguished very well don't say that i didn't give you a chance you think that i am defenseless but But you are mistaken mistaken. i control vast amounts of energy energy that i can focus and redirect as i choose like Like so
5: (laughs) but how
4: you are unharmed you missed me hyperion I'm really over here! (laughs) Or is it over here? Impossible! Impossible! No, Hyperion. You see, my mind is in your mind. No. My will is your will. No. You are strong, Hyperion but your brain is structured precisely like that of your father. Mechanical or not, it is mine to command. I cut the string you control your puppet with, and your mighty robot falls harmlessly in a farmer's field.
1: No. No. Uh, I will destroy you. uh, Your strength will flag, but mine is eternal. My factory will produce dozens more, just like the last. Better. Stronger. Without remote commands for you to exploit.
4: Your factory will produce exactly nothing! In all this time, you never thought to ask where the other life form you sensed was, or what she might be doing. Other life form? No.
1: My factory...
0: Did you just step on my line?
1: Not at all, Gracie! That was your cue!
0: Hit it, boys! (laughs) No! No! I will not be denied! Big boy, you are the
1: most denied
0: thing I have ever seen!
1: Ported! Betrayed! I will not be taken captive like a creature to be studied! But I will return! You have not seen the last of mighty Hyperion
0: what the heck was that
4: fascinating he appears to have transmuted his being into pure energy and dissipated
0: any chance he's gonna re
4: I don't know I don't think he knew one way or another he won't fall for any of that again I'm fairly certain
0: are you okay
4: yes Remind me not to wrestle with brains much bigger than myself for a bit. Now what? Somebody should really go pick up that robot.
0: Yeah, we'll let that be somebody's job.
4: Fair enough. You look lovely.
0: It's the firelight. The factory's on fire, by the way.
4: Yes, I see it. I think
0: we're all right for the
4: moment. It isn't getting any easier, you know. What is it? Darling, we just fought a robot the size of a skyscraper.
0: No, we fought an electric brain the size of a Studebaker. It's an important distinction.
4: When I started this, I was fighting the darkness.
0: And that's a smaller target?
4: The economy was in ruins. People were devastated.
0: Desperate. I was there. The depression was depressing.
4: I wanted to give the people hope.
0: And it worked on me.
4: And you gave the same to me. But look at us now. Robots that swat us like flies. Monsters with the powers of gods. Space alien armadas, apparently en route. It's all a far cry from a mugger in an alley.
0: We've adapted.
4: So have they. And we may have reached the limit of our ability to keep up.
0: What are you saying?
4: What if it's Harry? Gus. What if it's him, Kit? Can you imagine anyone more perfect?
0: Gus! The Metaproject project never got a darn thing right. Harry's lucky he isn't dead or mutilated.
4: But what if they finally did crack it and they never realized?
0: I know you, sweetie. You put all of your hope into these things, and when they don't work out, you pretend you aren't crushed, but you are. And I don't want to watch that happen to you or to Harry.
4: I suppose you're right. Still, no. uh, was just a thought.
2: And so concludes another adventure of The Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theatre through arrangement with him, These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theatre brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheatre.com is your address to adventure!
4: Claudio Botticini is a Kickstarter backer of the Red Panda Fullcast video comic project, and his name appears in this episode of the Red Panda Adventures as a reward for his extraordinary support. Thank you. The Red Panda Adventures episode 110, The Mind of Terror, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Brian Vaughn, Peter Nichol, Christopher Mott, Scott Moyle, Clarissa De Nederlanden, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here... Good night.
6: This is Jack Ward, and from everyone here at the Mutual Audio Network, we wish you all safety and protection during the COVID-19 outbreak. Join us as we listen and imagine, and together we'll make it through this. Please be safe.